Welcome to the Can You Say Mama podcast, a podcast by two first-time mamas offering unfiltered opinions on motherhood, relationships, lifestyle, and all the things in between. Hi, Cass. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm great, thank you. Good, I'm so excited to be back. I know. This is so fun, I love it. I know. I just want to do this all the time. Yeah, it's great. I know. Oh my gosh, how's your week been? My week's been good. It's been insanely busy, which is good. Yeah. But busy. Yeah. Mom is tired. I had a three hour nap with Brooklyn yesterday. I mean, accidentally. Accidentally. But I was up at 1 a.m. for work. So that's uh, rough. Yeah, it's rough. I try and nap with her when uh, on those days that I do that when we go home. So yeah. I lay down to put her to sleep and I just usually just fall asleep with her. And but, you know, she sleeps better when I'm there and we don't do it at nighttime, but during the day. And then uh, if I fall asleep, great. I fall asleep. Sometimes I wake up before she does and I'm mm-hmm. able to go do things or sometimes we just sleep forever. Yeah. Yeah. So I, but I felt like I needed it for sure. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Like back to school, everyone's all busy and back to schedules. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been extra busy at work and stuff. So it's been really good. Good. How are you? How's your accidental pumpkin patch? Oh coming? my God. So I have to tell you. <laughs> so this story is wild. So last Halloween, um, I'm obsessed with Halloween. I love from Halloween to Christmas. My house is Sheldon thinks it's a gong show. You're like Martha Stewart. I, I love it. I love decorating. I love just how cozy your house is. So I have pumpkins all down my porch. Like we go to the pumpkin patch every year. Sheldon just rolls his eyes at me and I'm like, listen, you just have to accept that this is me. It's fine. <laughs> just, just go with it. Just pull the wagon. It is fine. Exactly. Like, do the manual labor. Don't argue. Let like, me do the I'm rest. not dragging you like through the pumpkin patch. Although this year, sorry, because of gray, you're out of luck. Well, exactly. Now it's like you have to do it. Exactly. Yeah. I've just been preparing him for the last eight years. We on... literally went to the pumpkin patch last year to put Brooklyn in between some pumpkins, took a picture and left. Yeah. I was you like, no, we have to do. take a yeah. picture. It's our first year going yeah. to the pumpkin patch. The amount of Halloween outfits that child has. Oh like, my gosh, I know. I can't. So pumpkins all down the porch some kid must have kicked one of the tiny white pumpkins off the porch into the rocks at the front of our house and neither of us noticed because it just blended right in and this pumpkin grew to probably the equivalent of like what 25 feet down my driveway oh my it was huge it was insane huge at first we thought it was a weed yeah and then I look closer and I'm like oh dear god this is a pumpkin so Sheldon of course is fully against it and it's like it's gonna tear up the driveway it's gonna mess everything up and I'm like no just leave it like if it gets to that point we will take it down yeah it's fine like I will I promise not to water it I won't take care of it just leave it alone he's like okay well five thousand dollars later when we have to rip up the driveway I'm like it's Sheldon calm down like it's yeah. fine so fast forward to now and we just got 34 pumpkins from it that is crazy and there's more growing oh my gosh i remember like the first time you showed it was just like this little thing and i was like oh that's so cool like what a weird thing to happen and then a week later i think i went to my mother-in-law's house who lives right next door and i look over and i was like what in yeah, the it just, world like, it started growing so much was, and i it, said I to her, something could even grow that quickly yeah. it was absolutely insane yeah i said to her i'm like Pam I'm so it's not a weed I'm so sorry it's just taking over just ignoring you'll just have pumpkins yeah I know it's kind of gone over to her side now but so yeah and it's still going it's but it's funny because I did research on it after the fact like probably a month ago not even and it was like make sure you fertilize it with this specific fertilizer and water it and all of this super specific care information and I'm like we did none of that but it's just 
That's crazy. And it's they're meant the, to the be. cute little white ornamental. Yeah, they're like the little like, ghost pumpkins. They're perfect. Yeah, I love it. It's you great. have a little photo of Gray with all of them. It's so yeah, cute. Yeah, every day she would go out there and be like, pumpkin, pumpkin. <laughs> and that was our activity. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it so much. I love stuff like that. Yeah, I guess we'll get into it. After yeah, that so story. Uh, talking about little pumpkins. Little pumpkins. So, yeah, talking about <laughs> our little pumpkins for sure. Well, your little pumpkin, my extra large pumpkin she's <laughs> the cutest little pumpkin <laughs> she's pretty darn cute um yeah so i think you know we already discussed our um fertility stories and how we got uh to the point of being pregnant and uh, viably pregnant i should say yeah um so let's just dive into our pregnancies and our births we can kind of just uh We'll just do this one together because yeah, I think it, we went through it together. We went like, through we it together. We literally were a week apart in our due dates. Yeah, which is crazy. And which every, honestly, every, like, I think it was the same I day. I think it's the same day too, but yeah, whatever. Um, I just, yeah, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. It is yeah, what it is. It is what it we is. We just listened to the doctors and they just told us exactly. what it was. Exactly. What am I going to do? Argue? Yeah. Um, so... I think, yeah, we were texting each other, like, all the time. We'd been like, oh, is this happening to you? Is this happening to me? And, like, every time we'd see each other, you know, we'd compare notes as to, like, what if we had, like, lightning yeah. crotch or, is this like, you know? Yeah, exactly. All these things. Um, so it was so fun doing it together, so close together. Uh, and for the first time, too. So we were both, yeah. like, just figuring it out. It was great. Yeah. Did you have any weird, like, cravings or anything? Um. You know, cravings. I didn't have any cravings really, yeah, but I, I had aversions. Really Did you? Yeah, I didn't have cravings. Uh, if I had any cravings, I'd say that I really liked um, like a carbonated cold beverage mm, more yeah. than normal. Right. And then I really liked fruit a lot, but I feel like that's maybe because my well, apparently too, if you if you kind of. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? If you're have an affinity for fruit when you're pregnant, then you're having a girl. Oh, um, which I did, but I don't know. I didn't know. I just kind of, I just thought fruit was delicious. Yeah, neither I, of already, us, I already like fruit, but you know, it was yeah. Neither of better. us found out what we were having. No, either. exactly. So, um, but I think because of my aversions, a big one was vegetables, roast vegetables. Yeah. I used to eat so many vegetables. Love vegetables. Tyler and I would have vegetables all the time, every night. And then I got pregnant and I could not like broccoli, like get out of my face. Really? Yeah. Oh, I could. And I used to love like cooked broccoli, grilled broccoli, raw broccoli, whatever. Like couldn't touch it. No, thank you. And also red meat. I was just very weird about red meat. It just tasted weird to me. Like I just, I couldn't do it. I'd put it in my mouth and I'm like, my body would just go nope <laughs> and i would just, <laughs> just spit it out and be like nope sorry not today yeah not today um but you know i people are gonna hate me and i think probably you too because i think i actually had it maybe a little easier than you but i had such an easy pregnancy and i yeah. in the grand scheme of things i as far as being sick i loved being pregnant yeah see like i i was fine for the most part my first trimester, I had morning sickness, but oh, it was like yeah. an all-day sickness. So oh, it was like, I woke I up. I call it morning sickness. So I most no people, I, I feel like it is Yeah, like day. it would come on about like 10 o'clock. And of course, I'm still working at the time. So I'm like sitting at my desk just like, and thankfully, I worked from home. Yeah. But I'm just sitting at my desk like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. Ugh. And so nothing would really help it. Like somebody had told me 
like sour candy. So I had like yeah. an emergency bag of like fuzzy peaches because I, I don't love a sour candy to begin with. Well, I do. So I had like <laughs> jo- Jolly Ranchers or like those like little yeah. jelly tot things yep. and fuzzy peaches because that was somewhat enjoyable. So I'd go down and get like three of those and try that and I would take it away for a little bit. And crackers, then, just, right? As soon as you wake up, you're supposed to like yeah, eat a couple crackers something. or something. That's yeah, but yeah. it was just like, just like an uneasy feeling basically all day. Ugh. Like I think it was until like four o'clock in the afternoon. That's rough. And so I was saying to Sheldon, like, I don't know if it would be better if I threw up or if I would just throw up and still just feel like this. You, you know, yeah, like it's not like you're, when you're sick. Like yeah, it's or like, different. You know, when you're like drinking and you've had yeah. too much to drink yeah. and you throw up and you're like, this is great. I can just keep totally, on going. Yeah, that's all I needed. I'm, yeah. I'm ready to go. Let's go again. <laughs> Hand me some more. Um, I'm like, I don't think it would work like that. Like no. it would just be, you would just still be sick all day. Yeah. I was so lucky. I threw up one time. Oh, man. That was it. And yeah, that was it. I had one time when I was at work and I, I ate a, um, a craisin mm, yep. like, and I put it in my mouth and nobody knew I was pregnant and I was downstairs and there was a kitchen, like people in the kitchen and I put it in my mouth and I was like, no, 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 no. I, oh, yeah, for some no. reason, immediately I wanted to vomit. And so, so far I, also. <laughs> yeah, I had to go downstairs all the way up the stairs and whatever. And, um, uh, and they're probably like, why is she running out of the kitchen? Yeah. Literally. So I ran upstairs and I, I did not vomit, but that was like the only other time I got really close. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Thank goodness. Because I worked my entire pregnancy. I worked yep. up until one week before I gave birth and I'm a baker. I work with food. Like I can't imagine if I was feeling yeah, sick all the time, I would not have been like, able to do it. And a sugar. lot of the time after the first few months of my pregnancy, it was only me baking. I was the only baker, still am, um, for so for like the last six months of my pregnancy. It was just me. So if I wasn't able to do it, who would have done it? Exactly, yeah. So I feel so grateful for that and just in general because I know some people have such rough, rough pregnancies. I loved being pregnant. I was somewhat sad when it was over. Yeah. Um, I think right when it got to the end for me, I was sad. But I think because of IVF and just the unknown of everything, I think I had like maybe anxiety throughout the whole thing. Like it's like I almost couldn't enjoy being pregnant as much as I wish I could have because yeah. I was always like, what if something happens? Right. What if something happens? Yeah. Because I had a blood clot early on. Like it was like maybe a month in and I had a blood clot and I'm like, oh, here we go. But it ended up just being fine. And it was yeah. from the progesterone that I was taking. Oh, yeah. So they just like when you have progesterone it was i was using applicators for it because it's like you did i thought you did injections i i did both oh you did both yeah oh, okay is yeah. that standard uh maybe for ivf it is yeah okay but i think it was three times a day with like one pill and then every three days with the injection oh, okay but um they were just like stop being the applicator and it'll be fine and it was oh weird so, see I, yeah i didn't because i also did progesterone twice a yeah. day and uh, nobody told me anything about an applicator. Yeah, it came just, in like the pack. I use my so hands. I went, it came in the pack. And so oh, that's okay. like, yeah, I I want, it's probably like a different yeah. like brand or whatever. But oh, so who out there is making progesterone? That shit is Honestly, so expensive. Yeah. You can go broke just you can. using progesterone. It yeah. is insane. Yeah, it's wild. Anyway. It's wild. But so what about you? What are your what were your cravings or your aversions? I didn't have a ton of cravings. I like randomly one time like pretty far into pregnancy was like 
I want mashed potatoes. <laughs> and that was like that was it. my one craving. Yeah. And I wish I had cravings because like same. I felt like I missed out on like sending Sheldon to the store for like ice cream at like midnight. You don't know how disappointed Tyler was. Yeah. He wanted me to have cravings so bad because he wanted to be the hero. He yeah. wanted me to wake him up at 2 a.m. and be like, babe, I really need this. I and he would this. go get it and be the hero when he came back with it. And just like make my life. Yeah. Yeah, but just it just didn't happen for him. <laughs> but I just say, like, he was so nice. Sometimes, like, I love pasta. I love buttered noodles. Like, I always have, yeah. like, a little kid like that. And, you know, I'd be up in in bed just um, watching TV later. Because for me, I didn't have more sickness. But I would at, like, 6 p.m. or something, I'd hit a wall. Like, we'd be eating dinner, and I'm like, I just can't. Like, I literally cannot. Yeah. I need to go lay down. The I need to get into exhaustion. bed. It is It was insane. Yeah. And that was the only time I didn't feel that great, which was great because I had to work during the day and in the morning, yeah. right? So I wasn't ill. I wasn't nauseated, but I was just like, it, like, I felt like I'd been hit by a truck, I have right? never been so tired in my life. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. Like, but sometimes he would just, like, make me, like, say, like, butter noodles and just, like, surprise me and bring them up to yeah. bed or something. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Yes, you're my hero. Yeah, this is worth it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, sure, you're my hero. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't really have any aversions either. Like there was a couple times like, cause I had like a super sense of smell. Yeah. And there were a few times where I was like, oh no, this is not a great situation. But other than that, like I could eat basically all the foods I wanted to. And yeah, it was great. That's good. Yeah. I found it challenging when people didn't know I was pregnant and things that I would normally eat. Cause we'd have, you know, dinner with his family once a week and we would have dinner with friends and all these things. And yeah, you know, it's just like, oh, why aren't you like you love fried chicken? Why aren't you eating fried chicken? And I'm like, it tastes like, like a barnyard. It tastes don't like a barnyard me. to me. Yeah. I like as you know, um, because it's just everything was so accentuated that sometimes, yeah, the the, the meat, which tastes like where it came from. Yeah. It's just bizarre. Um, so that was difficult until everybody knew. But yeah, like it's just the like heightened senses. Yeah are crazy yeah and I feel like nobody really talks about all of that either the one thing I see that a lot of women say is that they notice that they cannot stand the smell of their partner's breath oh yeah see I didn't really experience that no I didn't experience that either I didn't experience much like a a version with smells actually in general um but I have read a lot of of women saying that in like forums and stuff like that yeah yeah it's crazy but yeah I was like super anxious the whole pregnancy until also and I think why is because on Instagram because I had been following so many like pregnancy accounts or like looking at things that's all it was and then all I would see on there is like miscarriages and stillbirth I was petrified of having a stillbirth because we also um had heard of somebody that we were kind of like acquaintances with that had a stillbirth at like 39 weeks. Terrifying. And so I'm like, it's so, so sad. I couldn't even imagine. And, um, so it was just like, it was all over Instagram. Yeah. And like, I'm happy that more people are talking about it because I think that that's important for people who are going through it to know that they're not alone. Absolutely. But also as a pregnant person, I'm like, I don't want to see this. So, I know you need to start looking up like puppy videos or something to get your algorithm back to somebody else. But I did discover though that um, you can block certain words from your Instagram. Yes, you can. So I I went on there and I blocked like miscarriage, stillbirth, infant loss, like all of the stuff. And it helped a million times. Yeah. Because it was just out of control. And Sheldon was like, you need to calm down. Like, it's fine. And I'm like, 
you don't understand. I know. I know. I'm with you. It, like I felt my entire pregnancy like I had imposter syndrome. Yeah. And I had never experienced that before. I know a lot of people like, especially like in my industry, in the culinary industry and stuff like that. Sometimes, you know, when they do something really well or whatever, like forever, I was like, I own a bakery. Like, I don't feel like I own a bakery or, and I don't feel like we had a restaurant. I was like, I don't feel like I own a restaurant, Mm -hmm. these things. But, um, it was nothing like it was when I was pregnant. Like, I would be like, no, this isn't, I'm not pregnant. Like this wouldn't happen to me no like you're like prove it you know it's like yeah here are the photos of your child no prove it as your baby kicks you right (laughs) exactly like it just it that was such an interesting experience um and it wasn't until the third trimester near the end where I obviously I had to acknowledge my child and it would kick me and all these things and people knew I was pregnant and I was showing and all this stuff but you still hold on to this like you know what like what if until yeah. until that child was there healthy in my arms exactly i like there was a part of me that was like this might not happen yeah and yeah. i don't know if that's just normal for women or if it's it because must, of it like what be i went through normal, or yeah. i i don't know i'm sure everybody has like their reservations and things like that yeah. unless they're completely naive to the possibilities and things that could happen which you know what ignorance is bliss like good for you yeah you know, that's yeah. a great way to go through you your pregnancy. Do what you do. Yeah. And just kind of be like, no, it's going to be great. And um, yeah, I don't know. But I feel like, yeah, it, in the third trimester is when I really started to be like, OK, like this is actually happening and yeah. I, I need to start buying things like I hadn't bought like oh, anything until yeah. like near the end and i would yeah, always ask too. you you were like organized with lists and all that stuff and I you'd did. be like have you done very... this i'm like huh no I'm like i did not i did not pick up a book yeah, I did, I did nothing. Pick up, like, a book, I didn't but it read was, like, anything. I a was lot just of, like, like mom blogs. Yeah, and yeah. Like that. No, and I didn't like... even get into any of that stuff. I just maybe it's also my personality, but um, yeah, like I, I was just kind of putting off things. everything. Like it's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah, even though I was like also at the same time it is happening it's a very weird weird it is place to be yeah. but uh, hey you know what we did it we and, did uh, when I saw my child especially not having what I what knowing what we were having yeah that was like a very surreal moment and did I, I any, was like, like feeling wow I'm a mom yeah did like, you have any feeling if it was going to be a boy or a girl for the first while I thought it was going to be a boy because I kept having dreams that it was a boy so every time so Brooklyn was my fourth pregnancy, right? Mm-hmm. First child, but fourth pregnancy. Every time I got pregnant, I had vivid dreams before. Three nights in a row before I found out I was pregnant, I had vivid dreams. Wow. I know people say it happens and it's such a weird thing, but it truly happened to me. Uh, so I would know I was pregnant before I knew I was pregnant. Yeah. Or before I saw I was pregnant on a test or whatever. So, and uh, so I had these vivid dreams and then just like going through the pregnancy, I just kept having these dreams that it was a boy. Uh, so for the first while we're like, no, it's a boy, it's a boy. And then I, when I went in for my, is it the, what's it? The 12 week, 20 week scan. 20 week. Um, yeah, it would have been the the 20, the anatomy scan would have been the 20 week scan. Right. So I went in for the 20 week scan and one of my fears, (laughs) this might seem stupid, but was that the, um, the tech was going to accidentally tell me what we were having because I really wanted it to be a surprise. I did not want to know. Yeah. We'll talk about that at another time about finding out the gender ahead of time. I think that's like a bunch of an episode on its own because I have a lot of opinions and a lot of people are not going to like them, but that's (laughs) okay. That's why we're we're here. That's why we're here. Say what people don't want that they're thinking, but don't want to say anyhow. Um, yeah. So I was always so afraid. So even though 
you're supposed to let them know if you want to know. Yeah, I would like, go I in and say, to, like, I do not want to know. Like, please don't tell me. Yeah. I think we had to like check a box at the yes, thing. And, like, yeah, exactly. Would, like, so you had to let them, them know. Yeah. But I was afraid, so like paranoid. I was like, no, like just, just making sure I don't yeah, want to like, know. I don't want to see anything. Don't, yeah. So, um, my first anatomy scan actually, cause I had to go back because, uh, Brooklyn would not get out of the fetal position. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't do all of her measurements and everything, but Brooklyn stubborn. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, we'll get into that more <laughs> too. And um, so the tech, Tyler had come in the room and we were looking at the baby on the screen and um, and then Tyler said, oh, he something. And I said, oh, or it could be she. And then the tech went, yeah, could be she. And I didn't even think about it, honestly. But I also didn't know if he could see, like see something the, the gender because or the sex i should say because um because of the position she was in right. so i don't know if he was just like saying that or he actually saw that it was a girl and that's why he kind of like tipped his, the cards a little bit there but yeah. i thankfully didn't think about that till after she was born um and then as i got close to the end i started to think you know what maybe maybe this is a girl and then our lovely chiropractor, Marcy, who yes. is a godsend, who we both saw throughout oh, our she's pregnancy. Amazing. She's absolutely fantastic. She specializes in um, women and pregnancy and babies. Uh, and we'll actually, hopefully really, ha- I'd love to have her on the podcast. Yeah. So she's a great person to talk Very to. Very interesting. Yeah. She knows so much. Oh, so much. It's insane. Anyhow, she one day said, I think it's a girl. And and I was like, oh, really? I said, you're the first person that anybody who saw me would say, you're having a boy, you're having a boy, you're having a boy. And she's like, no, I feel like I have a connection with this kid. Like I, she should see me every week and like just adjust, uh, you know, and, um, and she's like, no, I feel like I have a connection. I think it's a girl. And I was like, oh, and after that, and then I was like, I kind of really thought it was a girl, but then I still was like, well, maybe it's a boy. So I went into, um, you know, the labor just kind of like still unsure. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I thought for the longest time that it was a boy. I don't know why. Like we would do. Like all of those stupid, like the like gender charts, sex charts, and like yeah, the Chinese all, the, uh, yeah. gender prediction. Yeah, or whatever, like yeah. all of that stuff. And like we didn't do like the ring or whatever that like swings a certain way, but it's like everything else we would do, like sweet or salty and all of that. So yeah. like your cravings. Um, and it would always be split down the middle. And I was just, I was convinced. I was like, no, we're having a boy. And I think part of it too was because not that we had a preference to either a girl or a boy but Sheldon has a daughter from his previous marriage right and um I was like well this is basically like the last chance to have like a boy continue on like your family because like none of his siblings have boys that will have the same last name or anything like that so I'm like oh like it's it's really on us like we are the like last straw here for Schwarzenberger like it's just (laughs) (laughs) it's the end um and too, I just, I was like, no, we're for sure. Like we're, we'll for sure have a boy. So when she was born, I literally was like in shock. Yeah. But I did like, I feel like a few weeks before she was born, I had a dream that it was a girl. You know, I also, I forgot to say that I did have one dream near the end that she was a girl. Maybe yeah. I did say that. Did I? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's that kind of tipped my cards. Yeah. And that was like the most that. like vivid, yeah. like dream I've had of like the baby at that point yeah. like it was just but Marcy had said for the longest time too that we were having a boy and she's like I'm never wrong and I'm like and I think at the end she I don't know if she was mixing us up because we both would go like the same day yeah we'd always for, run into each other yeah. there yeah um like not on purpose we just would book the same kind of times 
and um she started saying it was a girl later on oh did she i yeah. didn't know that i thought yeah. she was team boy the whole time she was team boy for the longest time but then like as we got to the end she flipped to team girl interesting yeah oh see i know i think she said she's only been wrong once yeah and all these people she said i was like okay well yeah she swayed she's gonna me have a sure. lineup now yeah like, i know right just a <laughs> baby predict- well if you really want to know you could figure find out otherwise yeah, but, true um, true but I, I recommend not finding out. But again, we'll talk about this at so another special. time. Oh, it's the most special. I thought for sure I would want to find out mm-hmm. because of the type of person I am. Like, yeah. I want to plan and have everything organized. But surprisingly, like, I was very calm about not finding out. Well, I remember you saying, too, because IVF was so structured. And yeah, like, we you knew didn't, everything. You, yeah, you knew when you were getting pregnant. You knew all these yeah. things that there was no surprise. So yeah. I think that surprise is really nice and totally i've always said if i had twins i would find out but you know what honestly i think people are going to think i'm absolutely out of my goddamn damn mind but if i were to have twins like now yeah I'd like i mean i don't but if i were to have twins i don't think i'd find out yeah because i mean why not- what's the difference exactly what's gonna, what does more. it matter like no i mean no i'd find out i have twins i mean no, but the know, gen- but- like what the sex of the yeah. babies are yeah, yeah. what does it matter it doesn't well they can't yeah. wear like gender neutral clothing i'm yeah. sorry i don't know well it's like they live in like onesies when they're born anyway exactly. like who cares you can buy all the fun stuff i think my family was more mad that i didn't find out than anyone because my mom all she wanted to do was go and buy clothes and she's oh, like, do yeah. you know how hard it is to find gender neutral clothes <laughs> and i'm like it's not really that hard and also like just wait and then yeah. buy stuff after a lot of the stuff like, that i bought definitely swayed boy yes but i was like you know what a, a girl can wear blue and well kids can wear any color it doesn't matter but like especially a girl can wear blue and can wear it was a lot of blues and grays and whites yeah and um you know it's more normal than a like or common i'd say than a a boy wearing pink oh yeah but you know what and everybody still brooklyn could be wearing a pink sweater pink socks whatever and people will say oh he's so cute yeah oh he's gonna be a lady killer that one and oh my gosh you're like shut your mouth first of all (laughs) Like, I just say, okay, or they when they say, what's his name? And I say, oh, her name is. Yeah. Otherwise, I leave it because I don't care. It doesn't matter to me at totally. all. Yeah. But I just think it's so funny. Like, it, if you're trying to identify your child by wearing clothes to a lot of people, yeah. unless maybe she was wearing a dress, like, <laughs> people are just, like, not observant or whatever. They just, you know, look at their face. I'm like, yeah. But, you know, like, I don't know. Babies are babies they like in they they don't look the same but they all also look the same you know it's just like when we went to get her passport photos she was being so difficult like the first time we went to go and try like she would not cooperate and i'm like why is there no baby just photo book of like baby potatoes because (laughs) they all just look the same like it's and then true. you have this passport yeah, for five years yeah it's like, like they have this oh, color hair she's a that blonde baby. little baby yeah. with blue eyes perfect snap here's a picture yeah. from like a well, gerber container and, and yeah now that they have their passports too it's like they don't look the same yeah, she doesn't no. look anything like it first of all her no. passport photo is absolutely awful all of them are awful like even babies take terrible passport photos yeah and i'm like i looked at it even as a she was like i think three weeks old maybe when we got her passport yeah. And I looked at the picture and I was like, that ain't a cute baby. But that's <laughs> my own baby because, but she was like, to me, very, very cute. Yeah. But even in that picture, I was like, yeah, no, that there, that one, that ain't a cute baby well, in that photo. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that thing with all my art. But it's funny, like I was even looking at photos of Gray the other day from when she was like fresh. And I'm like, 
this is not the same baby or even like a month or two old is i'm it? like oh yeah i know the, the mother's lens baby? that we have i say i've i look back on things when i was like oh yeah and she's so cute and i look back and i was like Oh, she's still cute, but not nearly as cute as I thought well, she looked at that was. time. And I'm I like, think what? She was cute. They both are just like so adorable. Oh, I they both. Them. Yeah. Yes. They're as, especially as far as newborns and babies, like yes. newborns are weird looking. They just are. Well, but, and also, the nurses kept telling us how cute she was. And yeah. I was like, okay, well, if the nurses who see babies all the time, they don't need to say anything. No. They'd be like, oh, she's a cute one. Like she's actually cute. And I, so it made me feel like she was actually yeah, cute. Well, I think we lucked out, didn't luck out in the sense that we had C-sections. Spoiler alert. Yes. But... I feel like C-section babies, their heads were their heads not. Don't get squished. Yeah, yeah. No, they they came out looking fresh, <laughs> as fresh as you Much can. Much more fresh coming than we out did. of a womb. It's true. It's true. So, uh, speaking of that, maybe we could just get into like, yeah, um, how they actually came to be in our arms at that point. Yeah, because you knew that you were likely to have a C-section, right? Because she was, she was breech. Yeah. Right? So I found out. Oh gosh, I couldn't even tell you what week I found out she was breech. Um, but I did, oh, maybe it was like 34 weeks or something like that because to the end. Yes. Because, um, I had to go in for an additional ultrasound, which is another story. Actually, I went in for additional ultrasound because I thought I had COVID at the beginning of my pregnancy. It was at a time where they weren't testing everybody and you could not get any tests, but just Mm -hmm. based on some family members who did test for work, um, who got sick at the same time, whatnot. It was very, um, mild for me, but I did think I had it. So therefore they, I don't know if they still do now that we know more about COVID, but at the time they paid like extra attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when you're giving birth in the hospital, you have right. to have the monitors on the whole, on the stomach the whole time. If yeah. you've had COVID, I assume they just don't know, you know, how it would affect child, babies and yeah, children at that point. Exactly. And, yeah. So I had to go in for an additional scan is protocol for anybody who had COVID during their pregnancy. And I go in, I think it was about 34 weeks and, um, the lady is looking and she does, she tells me she's breech and I was like, oh, okay. Well, not too worried about it at the time. I'm like, yeah, she's breech. It's fine. And then, but what was concerning was the tech walking in and out of the room like 10 times and going and going back to her computer and like quickly typing and leaving again and coming back and and i was like what on earth is going on like what i've had are you doing? so many ultrasounds and i said something's not right here like something is not right i just had the sinking feeling and then eventually she said okay you can get your husband to come in so i called ty he came in and we're so she's like showing us the baby but the baby's so big at that point you can't really yeah, see anything on an ultrasound them. it's kind of yeah. weird so she kind of just gave us a quick overhaul like this is this is this, blah 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 and but she seems so like kind of like shaken and frantic and and it was very strange and even tyler acknowledged it as we were leaving and i said to him i said something's not right i said i'm gonna get a call later from our my midwife because something is just not right here and like that tech was acting so strange so later that night, one of the midwives from the office calls me and she says that on the ultrasound, um, the head of the baby was measuring really small. Um, I don't remember uh, all the details, to be honest with you, as far as like the size and whatnot and what percentile it in, but it was really low and it hadn't from what she was saying, it hadn't grown since like my last ultrasound. Oh, like the anatomy scan. Yeah. Um, is what I was told like right. that, that it was measuring. And so she said, but you know, like sometimes it's really nothing and it's just like looks one way on, on an ultrasound and whatnot. But 
so I was like, okay. And I hung up the phone. I was just in tears. And I was like, I told you something was wrong. Like, this is what's happening. Whatever. We were both like pretty devastated. Yeah. Um, because I, of course, well, what do I do? I be. Google everything, of, of course, course, right after that. And, you know, it it's not a good outcome yeah. for a baby with a head that hasn't grown with their brain development and all right. that stuff. So um, they said, you know, we're going to send you to a specialist and hopefully you'll get an appointment as soon as possible. Cause I, and they said they triaged it. Like they put you in, they put me in like um, for an immediate right. appointment because I was so, so close to the end of the, yeah. my pregnancy. So I waited a week um, and it was like us going back and forth with, you know, me calling that office. Have I had an appointment yet? No, we haven't, you know, we haven't seen your stuff yet. Have we, like, is there an appointment? I was calling all the time to try and get an appointment. And eventually, um, I called one day and she said, Oh, actually I just sent something to your midwife. You can call them. So I was like, okay. So I called my midwife office and she's like, Oh yeah, I just received something. Let me look. And, um, and then she had, I think the midwife call me, I think is what it was. And they said, Oh yeah, no, it was just the, uh, the tech made a mistake. They measured wrong. The doctor says, it's oh all good. You don't God. need to come in. <laughs> uh, baby's fine. And I was just like, obviously what? I was elated, but yeah, I'm like, but are you kidding? Like I lost 10 years off my life that yeah, week. A whole week. Yeah. A week is a long time when you're yeah. like doing something like that, when you don't know what's wrong with your baby. And, yeah. you know, and Tyler and I were both so stressed about it. And, you know, I was still. Well, meanwhile, like your life is going on. Like, yeah, I was working. working. I was, I was and... stopping work and calling yeah. and like trying to, you know, and like it was just you know, Tyler was really pushing me like, you know, we need to like they're not going to call us. You, you need to do it. We need yeah. to get in touch with these people. And I was like, okay. So, you know, and it was the right thing to do because who knows how long they would have waited. Cause I kept right. calling and annoying them until they like, they're like, like okay, what's your, what's your file woman. all this stuff. So thank goodness for that. Um, people make mistakes. It is okay. Totally. These things happen, totally. you know, but, um, that was extremely, extremely stressful, stressful. And I mean, I hope that was like a learning opportunity for, that tech like maybe i mean maybe they don't know that uh, they yeah, did I don't that know. Or, like i don't know how that came down but, but she seemed really new to me because right. she seemed like she didn't know what she was doing and yeah but who knows i don't know i'm not i have no idea what goes into being an ultrasound tech so i'm not yeah. gonna throw stones but yeah that was a tough tough week um and then yeah so from there on the little babe was breached and yeah, I tried all the things at home, like all the stretches the and all this stuff, and nothing worked. Marcy and then was working so Marcy hard. would see me so like every invested. two days, I think, to like, okay, we're going to get this baby to turn around. We're going to get this baby to turn around. Little did we all know, although we should have known based on her parents, how stubborn this little babe was. Uh, she did not want to turn around. Surprise, no. surprise. And we're all trying to be positive. I'm like, it's fine. Like, she'll turn. Like, it'll work. Yeah. Nope. Um, it didn't happen. So... What happened then was my um, midwife doctor was like, okay, do you want to try an ECV? Which is when they manually try and churn the baby. Sounds like a delight. Yes. So you have to go into the hospital. You have to have a hospital bag packed because sometimes it sends people into labor. Um, And this is pretty far on then. I believe I was 37 weeks. I think they have to do it in a certain, within a certain, like Like two weeks. Yeah. A certain window. Yeah. I think I was 37 weeks at the time. Uh, I could be wrong. 37, 38. Mm, Around there. Around there. Whenever you're supposed to do it. So 37 sounds right. So um, I go into the hospital that day. Tyler's with me. 
I get an IV. I get all the stuff, all the tests. They take blood. They do all these things. They do an ultrasound. Yes, she's still, um, you know, she's still breached. So I'm laying in the bed. We're there for a couple hours, I think. It seemed like a long time. And then one of the doctors came in who was recommended as the best one in yeah, at, the hos- yeah, at the I hospital. Yeah, I so excited about that. To, like, um, they can do it. Yeah, like, you know, has a pretty high success rate uh, for turning the baby. Um, so he comes in, you know, him and a nurse and we're chatting. He's been to the bakery. He loves our cinnamon buns. You know, we're just like chatting back and forth and they start to do it. And basically now Tyler's watching this and he's after like, you know, and I, I have to say this was the most painful thing I have ever experienced in my life. And yes, I had a C-section, but I did labor for 15 hours. So I did experience that as well. And this was the most the most painful thing I've ever experienced. They literally like put their hands around the baby in your womb and try and manually turn the baby. So he was turning it, he was turning it. And I was like, I think I was squeezing Tyler's hand so hard. And I was just like, and then he would stop because he could see how much pain I was in. And then he'd try again and he'd get her a little bit moving. And every time he stopped, she'd just go right back. And after the, what felt like 30 minutes, I think it was probably like six um Time he's stops, like so. you know what like i don't i don't think it's happening and like you're in a ton of pain and i yeah. was in so much pain and i was like they got like i couldn't breathe like when he was doing it and push it yeah, I, I just like <gasps> i was just yeah it was it well, was awful all, like, tucked up in your ribs and like all your organs have yeah moved around it was and... just i don't i can't explain the pain and i hope it's not as painful for everybody else but it was the most painful thing ever and i, I have high pain heard, tolerance. i have heard it's very painful yeah so uh that didn't work so I had to be monitored, I think, for an hour after that right. just to make sure I didn't like go into labor. Um, yeah. And your know, heartbeat, she was fine because sometimes the baby can get distressed by doing that. Right. Um, and anyway, everything was fine. We went home and she remained breech until the end of my pregnancy. Oh my gosh. So then did they have to tell you, like, you can try and give birth or like... No, so at the hospital that we gave birth at, they do not allow vaginal bre- uh, birth of breech babies. Right. It's Which, just I mean, very dangerous. A lot of hospitals that. don't. It's it's very dangerous. Yeah. Um, for both the mother and the baby, as far as I know. So I was basically told if you want to have your baby at this hospital with your doctors and your midwife and everything, then you need to have C-section. And honestly, like even if it was an option, I'd still think I would have opted for a C-section because of the dangers. I wasn't worth, it wasn't worth putting my baby through that for a vaginal birth. Probably would have like ended up in a C-section anyway. Well, exactly. I'm sure that's a high possibility. Yeah. So, um, I did, I booked a, um, I booked a C-section. So I kind of knew, well, I thought I knew yeah. when the babe was going to come. come. Yeah. But you, uh, Gray turned around when? When did she get head she, down for you? I feel like it was like, I don't even know. Like people say that you can tell, but I don't think I could tell. Like I could feel her lower because I could feel like the lightning crotch got worse towards the end. So it must have been like 34, 36 weeks, somewhere around there. Because when they do, I had an OB um not a midwife and um they so they have like a portable little like ultrasound machine in their office with like an ipad or whatever and so she checked and she was head down and i'm like oh yeah i can feel it like it was unbelievable the like just shooting pain and she was kicking me like right in the the ribs oh yeah (laughs) the whole time so um 
Yeah. So we knew that she was head down and then they had said that like likely she would remain that way, but there was a possibility of her um, spinning like breach or whatever. So they kept an eye on that. Like Marcy was keeping my pelvis in line and all of that to keep her head down. But I don't think she really like dropped until I was in labor um, because I was due when you gave birth. Yeah. And I remember being so angry. Too. I wasn't angry, but I was like, "My due, this is my due date and she's having her baby. And like, just why am I not also in labor at this yeah. point? Like I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Um, it worked out how it was going to work out. But um, like it was such a, I say easy pregnancy. Like I was, I was comfortable. I was working out the whole time. Like it was great. Um but I was just, done. I was like, get this baby out of me. Like I'm done with the anxiety. I am done with being kicked and like having to pee every 14 seconds. Oh, that I think was probably what got me at the end. I, oh. I was like happy to have her in me. So, but I'm just like, I cannot yeah. keep getting up every no. 10 minutes to pee. Yeah. So my due date came and went and I was doing everything. Like we were curb walking. We were like literally everything that's on the list of things to do. We're like, yep, get this baby out and still nothing. No, nothing. And you think my baby's stubborn. Honestly, she's also (laughs) so stubborn, but yeah, she, uh, I mean, she came out when she was supposed to, but she did. So uh, tell us about what happened for you with her birth at the hospital. So because you did not plan to have a C-section. No, no. So I was always terrified of having a vaginal birth anyway. Like I was terrified. I know you when I told you I had to have a C-section, you're like, like, honestly, I'm kind of jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Not the worst option. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I want to be cut open seven layers. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine. Um, But no, I was terrified of tearing. And so I was like, yes, that was a fear of mine too. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm watching all of these videos because again, that's who I am. So I'm like, what's a perineal massage? And like all of this stuff trying to like get my body ready so I don't tear. Yeah. And like seeing Marcy was supposed to help and all of this drinking stuff. Drinking that like, tea. Yeah. I was as soon as I found out how I was C-section, I was like, F this. On, just get so rid of the gross, tea. The yeah. red raspberry <laughs> no, tea. Yeah. I'm like eating dates, like everything. And so with my... Um, OB office, you can only go a week past your due date. Oh, okay. So when we were coming up to it, there's an option to do a stretch and sweep as well. So they <laughs> just love the sounds name. awful. They had to um, add the stretch in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and so like when I explained this to Sheldon, he's like, "So like a chimney sweep? Like they just go up there and like <laughs> brush it all out?" And I'm like, "No, Sheldon." That's not what they do. Um, you just clueless. But um, <laughs> so they gave us the option of doing that. I want to say like 39 weeks. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's fine. Because I also didn't want to. I was trying to. Not that you can try, but I'm like, we're going into labor together. This is going to happen. Yes, together. we really wanted to. We in the hospital at the same time. The guys yeah. could go outside and high five in the hallway. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> like a movie. Yeah. So we were like, no, it's fine. Like, and you have to be a certain amount dilated and whatever. Right. So I'm yeah. like, you know what? It's fine. We'll just, we'll wait until I'm 40 weeks and we'll reevaluate at that time. So at the 40 week appointment, we did the stretch and sweep. Um, it wasn't as painful as people say it is. Maybe just for me. Maybe I had a good doctor or whatever the situation. I was one centimeter dilated. And so it just, it was super fast. It was like 
maybe 30 seconds they just kind of like go in and like push in all directions to try and like separate the membrane from your uterus I think I don't know what the medical terms are um and so we did that and they were like okay if it works 24 to 48 hours you'll go into labor but it really is just like when your body's ready to go into labor it's going to go into labor yeah so that didn't work and so we're getting closer to like the one week pass and like if you get to 41 weeks you call like the maternity ward they'll tell you when to come in and then they'll induce you and the whole time I'm like I don't want to be induced like I no thank you I've heard it's awful don't want to do it yeah and it it oftentimes ends in c-section and so um we make it to 41 weeks I call them in the morning and they're like okay come in at like two o'clock in the afternoon so we go in and they're like okay so we're gonna monitor you they do a non-stress test so they monitor like the heartbeat and you get this little like little clicker and you click every time you feel a kick because they have to do all the kick counts and everything. Yeah, exactly. So they make sure everything is fine. And they say to me like, okay, we're pretty full. Like there's only one or two beds available. So we're probably going to have to send you home and you're going to have to come back tomorrow. And I was like, no, please do not. Like that cannot not be an option. And they had explained to me. So when they induce you, um, there's this drug called Cervidil and it's basically like a tampon with medication in it. So they oh, like yeah. insert it. It can stay in your body for 24 hours and it's supposed to dilate, dilate you and send you into labor. So, um, they said it can take, or it's in you for 24 hours and for first time moms, some of them have to do it three times. And then at that time they'll give you another option Ugh, or whatever. No, thank you. So I said to them, like, okay, well, if you're telling me that this is going to be three days, can you maybe start the process now so I don't have to come back tomorrow and then, like, you be full again and well, exactly. then, like, yeah. start it all over again? Like, I don't – can we just get it going? So this was, like, I don't know, 3 o'clock in the afternoon at this point. He was like, sure, that's fine. So they started it. They're like, okay, so, like, it could happen. It could not happen. 24 hours, whatever. So they monitor you for another hour to make sure everything is fine with the medication and the baby. Everything was fine. They sent us home. I was getting, like, mild contractions. And I had been having what I thought were contractions, like, all day on and off. Like, yeah. Sheldon's, like, on his phone, like, typing. Counting. Like, literally, we <laughs> yeah. have this, like, giant note with, like, all of the times <laughs> on it. Um, and I had had contractions, like, the day prior as well. Like, very few. Very sporadic. Like, not painful at all. It was more like I thought they were Braxton Hicks. And so, which I think at this point they were. Um, so we go home and it's like 5.30 at this point. So we go, we have dinner. Um, I'm like bouncing on the ball because the contractions are getting stronger at this point. Mm-hmm. Like they're like getting intense and they're close together too. They were like three or four minutes apart. Um, oh, and I'm like, close. this is not okay with me. <laughs> and so... I'm like doing all the things like bouncing on the ball. I went upstairs, had a bath, like as warm as you can have, like bath to relax. Sheldon's in there. He's still like timing all of the contractions. They're not slowing down. And I'm thinking to myself, like, maybe this is just some medication kicking in and they'll, it'll kind of like level out and they'll slow down and whatever. Cause they tell you to go home and like go to bed basically. Yeah. Yeah, try um, sleeping with contractions. There was no chance I was sleeping. No. I'm like, I will pass out in two seconds otherwise. Not a chance I could sleep through this. So I get out of the bath, get into bed. 
because um, I'm like, I'll try and rest as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And at this point, they're two minutes apart and they're like pretty strong contractions. And so we call, there's like a number to call for maternity. So we call them. They're like, okay, yeah, come back. Cause you're supposed to call like when they're a certain length and a certain time apart and all of yeah, that. Yeah. What, what do you remember like what two, that is? It's like two, one, what, four, one, one, four. Yeah. The four stuck to me every four minutes for a minute, a minute, not a minute apart, four minutes apart. Oh, for an hour. Is that what it is? I think yeah. so. Something yeah. like that. Anyway, so they tell you whenever, like, mm-hmm. your provider will tell you when to go to the hospital. So we call them. They're like, yeah, come back. So we go back. They check me, and I'm, like, four centimeters dilated at that point. And they're like, okay, so you're staying. I'm like, okay, great. Nice. So this is, like, real life. Yeah. So Sorry, what time was this? This was, like, 8.30. Okay. So four hours yeah, wow. after they gave me this. That's so like crazy. She was that's ready quick. to come out at that point. Yeah, I think. that's quick. So, and I'm curious to know, like, would I have started labor like yeah, on maybe, my own? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I have no Wait, idea. Did your water break or they no. had to break your water? No. So they, so we got there at 830 because we have a photo in like the hallway, like, oh, gee, me, that's my, cute. like <laughs> me and my wheelchair and like the whole way there I'm having contractions and I had, oh, you had, got a wheelchair. Nice. Yeah. Well, cause I like, I don't think I could have really walked yeah. that far like up the emergency yeah it fell far like yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was ridiculous and I had had like those like combs in my hands too so like the combs like the tiny um like teeth in them that yes with the like to distract from pain parts your hair like I got like a 12 pack on Amazon for super cheap so you're supposed to squeeze them because apparently your brain can only process like one point of pain at a time right, so, so it distracts from the pain so it distracts from the pain so like i had like my fingers were like white with like the oh. claw marks in them because i was squeezing Did it work, though? i think it helped yeah, a bit so i'm like in the car and of course like sheldon's like not speeding but like kind of speeding to the hospital of course but also taking photos of me like having contractions in the car like with these stupid <laughs> that's amazing i want to see these photos <laughs> yeah well it, i'll find some and we can post them nice but um yeah, so we got there, we get sent up, and then they, like, check me and everything, and then they're like, hey, come to your room, and so we're going to the room, and we get to the door, and this is the funniest part, is, um, so we get to the door, and the woman in the room next to me is screaming, and she's like, get this fucking baby out of oh me, my God. like, so <laughs> It was You're like, never so mind, never honestly, mind, I don't want to go home. Honestly, I'm like, turn us around, it's fine, just keep it. I don't want to do this there. anymore, keep no, praying. No, so Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, and, and like, also and hilarious. the nurse like, because... turns around and is like, I bet that's not what you wanted to hear when you came in here. I'm like, <laughs> no shit. sure is not, lady, it is <laughs> not. funny. So, yes, we get in there. And our, our nurse... She needed like, an epidural. Truly, <laughs> yeah. So, um, our nurse... Uh, takes us in there and she's amazing like she was my favorite they could say a nurse stays with you the whole time yeah the nurses are so great they were so so except good. one yeah. we had one for like a couple little visits that yeah was kind of not great no yeah. gr- grumpy but otherwise they were amazing yeah they're just Loved angels them. yeah um but yeah we get to the room and um we like confirm with them that i want an epidural and stupid me too i was like I'm going to go as natural as I can for as long as I can. Yeah. And at that Stupid point, you. <laughs> yeah, at that point, um, it, I was like, why am I, Yeah. why am I trying to be a hero? Well, you know, they, like 
they came with this medication for like a reason. Exactly. Like, well, and the thing is too, you've never done it before. So you don't know like how no. much pain you're going to be in no, at, no, like pushing no. yourself as far as you can. And then, yeah. then you have to wait when you decide you want one, you have to wait for the anesthesiologist. Yeah, right. So I said to him or I said, and to he's the, busy or yeah, she's busy. So I said to yeah. the nurse, I'm like, okay, so yes, I went an epidural. Like how long is it going to be? And he's like, or she said to me, he has one or he's doing something right now. And then he has one person and then it's you. And I'm like, please, dear God, tell me it was that woman. And she was like, yeah, what? Oh, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, give her whatever she wants. Like I can wait. It's no fine. kidding. Yeah. So, uh, I get into bed and I'm having contractions and they're like strong contractions at this point too. Like they are no joke. And so I'm like trying to move around. They're offering me like laughing gas basically. And I'm like, did you take it? So I took it and I took, so I took one kind of like swig of it or whatever, <laughs> um, like breath of it. And I'm like, this is not doing shit. Like, just give me something. So they yeah. gave me morphine. Oh, nice. And then I tried again with the nitrous for the next few. And it was like, I didn't even know. Like, it wasn't great, but it kind of took the edge off maybe a little bit. And so then now it's 1045 and they're getting ready to do my epidural and they have to give you I think they have to give you like an IV before you do your epidural like they have to give you a bag I think so of, in case they have to take you into yeah they have to like flush you with a bag of whatever yeah um so she's like okay go pee if you have to because once you get the epidural also you have a catheter which is the worst but oh, um I loved having a catheter because you didn't have to get up. I didn't have to get up yeah. to pee. She yeah. kept it in longer for me because I was just not like, yeah. it was the best. I don't love, I have a It's funny, not like I felt it going in. I have I a funny catheter that. story. I can tell you okay. later. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I go to go pee and she has like left the room to do whatever. And so Sheldon comes with me because I'm still having contractions. So I sit down and I go pee and literally I make like a demon noise. Like it's uncontrollable. Yeah, Sheldon has talked about Sheldon, this noise a when lot. We have, when we have the boys on to tell you what their version is, like he will make the noise. It's insane. So <laughs> I like, and like, I love it. we don't pee in front of each other. Just, I don't want to see him pee. He, I'm sure, doesn't want to see me pee. He could care less, but I'm like, let's not. Yeah, so let's keep some romance this alive. This is just like a new experience for both of us. So I like look at him and I'm like, I don't. I don't even know what that what that was. That was not my body. I was not in control of it. Like it was <laughs> wild. It was wild. And so the nurse comes uh, back and she's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, <laughs> "No, I don't think so." And that she was like, "I think your water broke." Oh, because I'm like, I feel like I need to like push. And so she's like, "I think your water broke." And this was so before the epidural. This obviously. is before the epidural. Yeah, so this is like an hour yeah. before. Yeah. Um. So then two, I am like. After I go pee, I'm laying in bed waiting for the epidural. And, like, she's trying to tell me, like, do you want to walk around? Do you want to do whatever? Like, move. Maybe we'll help with the contractions. And I'm like, nothing will help me. Like, I think laying in bed with these stupid combs is going to be my best bet right now. (laughs) And, like, as I'm laying there, too, like, I'm getting the urge to, like, push every once in a while as well. And they told you don't try, right? They, They say, like... If you cannot, whatever, but like literally, I was not in control of my body. Yeah, there was no, <laughs> yeah. no, I get there it. was no stopping it. Yeah. So then, when they checked me, I was seven centimeters. Wow. Finally, got my epidural, which also was a great experience. Um, like it, I was also nervous about like the needles in your oh, back to like really? free. Well, because like I feel like the pain of the needles in your back, I 
thought was going to be awful. Yeah. Um, until I had contractions, in which case. Well, that's the thing when you're having contractions, you're yeah. Like, like, yeah, just stab me. Well, yeah. Just do well, it. <laughs> I think I said that to him. I'm like, just do it. It's fine. Like whatever you have to yeah. do. And like this man was like the nicest anesthesiologist. I like, know. I wonder if we had the same one. Fantastic. I, I think it was Dr. Cohen. I think was his name. I don't. But remember. um, he was like this little man from like South Africa. He was great. Um, and so I'm laying or like sitting on the side of the bed curved over and they're like okay be as still as you can which hi who came up with this <laughs> like we're having contractions you have to be still because yeah. you're gonna stab me in my spine with a needle yeah Great. right thank yeah. you try my best <laughs> so i'm sitting there it's fine and he does it and it works the first time which is great yeah and it's it's amazing sweet relief honestly yeah and so i slept for a while okay too. Um, and also they had to, they had me on a peanut ball cause she was sunny side up. Mm. So when you have them, they're supposed to be facing down apparently. Um, and that's also why my contractions were so strong is cause I was having back labor Ugh. because of the way she was positioned. The worst. Yeah. Way to go gray. Right. <laughs> Stubborn little thing like her father. Um, and she so, was, she wasn't a tiny baby. No, she was eight, 10. Yeah. So, yeah, so I go overnight with this peanut ball and they, um, they tell me when I'm fully dilated. So that was 530 in the morning. I started pushing at six and she wasn't coming out. So, yeah, so I got all the way dilated. They told me when to start pushing, push at six. And then, um, they, the OB that was on call, because I went through a maternity group, so there's like six doctors. So the one that was on call wasn't the doctor that I was seeing the whole time, but she was still great. So she's saying um, she's not all the way turned around. So she made it like almost all the way flipped over to the way that she was supposed to be to be born. And they could see her head? They could feel her head. So okay. she, they were like... Which also, I don't even want to picture, like, this woman. She's probably, like, elbow deep in my I know, vagina. Right? Like, <laughs> but you but don't know. When you're frozen, totally. it's, like, it's, it's so fine. funny. Like, yeah, they're like, I just did this to you. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you like, and I could kind gave of gave me a feel... suppository up my ass, and I did, had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> like, okay, well, I'm glad I didn't know. Yeah. But thank you for telling me afterwards, yeah. because, like, I, you know, it is, you have no shame. Oh, when you're giving birth, there is no, no shame. You could, you shame. could care yeah. less. And also, yeah. what these people see it all. Oh, yeah. Like, so honestly yeah so yeah so they got her almost all the way around i'm like trying to push her out and it's been like two hours at this point and i'm like trying and like the nurse at that point was like so invested too because her shift ended at seven and i was like i will try my hardest to get this baby out and she was <laughs> like come on i have to see her like or like the baby she didn't know it was a girl but um she's like i have to see this baby and i was like trying my hardest and then um, it just was not happening. Yeah. So uh, they called in another OB that was on call at the hospital, like one of their, whoever their on call people, like not the people from the maternity group. Yes. And so he came in and um, had me push and he had his hand like on her head, trying to like twist it to the position that it needed to be in and then have me push at the same time to see if she would come out that way, like while he was pushing. And he's like, your pushes are great. Like you're doing all the right things but she's just not coming out and so he said that I could either keep going and keep pushing and like try and get her out or 
I could have a C-section. And I was like very easygoing the whole time. I'm like, whatever has to happen for her to come out. I don't care. Exactly. Like if that's a C-section, great. If it like it's not the I think worst that's the option best way to go in. Like these regimented yeah, like, birth plans. Yeah. It's like I had a I so I had printed out a birth plan. From, <laughs> of course you did. Of course I did <laughs> from like one of like the mom blogs. Surprise, surprise! Honestly. I had no birth plan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you kind of knew, kind of. Yeah, even right, so, I had way, no birth like, plan. New, my midwife right, asked, like, or my doctor asked, and I was like. No, I don't have a uh, birth plan. She's like, perfect. You're yeah. our favorite type of yeah. <laughs> patient. So, like, I had it like, I went through it with Sheldon and it was like this printed out thing. And so it was good in the sense of like, ideally, this is what I would like to happen in terms of like what the room is like and like who I want in there. And right. there's things on there like, do you want to give them like the vitamin K and like the eye ointments, stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah. All of those options were on there, so it was good for us to kind of think about. But at the end of the day, I just said to Sheldon, like, you need to vocalize for me if I can't. Like, this is what she wants and, like, just whatever we need to do to get the baby out. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. So he was like, not that I want to sway your decision. I'm like, no, please. Give me a C-section. Like, you had had Brooklyn at that point. So I'm like, doesn't seem that bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's doing pretty good. So let's yeah. just cut her open like if we can preserve the vag let's do it (laughs) if I don't have to tear and deal with that great so he was like okay great so now that we know that you want to do that and like that's a good plan um you can either go in there we have a spot at uh nine or and this was like eight o'clock in the morning at that point so we have a spot at nine or you have to wait three like you'll be the third person of the day because they have like scheduled I, people. I find it so crazy how they even manage that. Because what is some like you know if you have two people who have are in distress and their babies yeah. are in distress, it's like you just like what pick the one that's in more distress and the other one has to wait. Like I don't understand how yeah, they manage that, that OR and stuff. And, like, but I guess they figure it out. But it's yeah, kind of crazy. Like, I was like, no, wheel me in there, cut me open. Do yeah, you're gonna do deal. it. Why wait? Like, honestly, yeah. like don't, why would I wait two yeah. more people? But at least they gave you an option. I guess. They maybe did, somebody and I guess, to, like, maybe someone would want to like prepare themselves. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but like in that point too, I'm like, so my water's broken. Mm-hmm. She's like basically like crown. She's not crowning, but she's like close. Um, Cause I've been pushing. So she's also in distress because yeah. her heart rate was going up and down too. Oh, was it? It was a bit. Yeah. Um, there was one point actually like while I was in labor where her heart rate dropped. So I had Pitocin as well to, um, to start labor. Oh, interesting. Like, in, like, keep going on the induction yeah um and at one point her heart rate like plummeted and they I remember the nurse like calling in like the supervisor nurse to come in and like monitor it so they shut off the Pitocin waited a bit her heart rate was fine again and then they started it like started the Pitocin drip again yeah but um her heart rate was going like up and down like as I was pushing so um so yeah so they like if I hadn't have gone early who knows? Like I would have had an emergency C-section at that point. Yeah. So I'm like, why would I delay this? So we go in there and it's so fast. Like they had Sheldon change into his scrubs. They wheeled me to like a kind of like waiting area. And then they topped up my epidural because they had already had that. So that was good. They didn't have to give me like the full like numb or like knock me out or anything like that. So they just topped it up and that anesthesiologist was great too. Like he was super, super like 
caring and like do you need me to like put more was he there? really tall and skinny uh i don't remember that because he was sitting he was sitting most of the time uh, i feel like that's why i had a really tall skinny guy. Yeah. he was also lovely yeah yeah he was great all of the all of the people we had were amazing. they're also great yeah so then i go into the or and they he gave me the option of like either having my arms like all the way out or like close to my body so did all of that brought sheldon in and at that point like i had felt them kind of like moving things because you're numb so you have no idea that but you feel the pressure yeah so i was feeling a ton of pressure and i swear i said to sheldon i'm like i don't think that they told me that they were starting and he was like no they did but i think i was just like loopy because there were a couple things that i don't remember but sheldon remembers oh really yeah so i think it was just like the culmination of everything so i felt a ton of pressure and because i didn't think that they had told me that they were starting i thought that they were just like preparing or like moving her or whatever it was like i don't know how they do it and then literally like five seconds later i heard her cry and was like what like you've been cutting into me the whole time (laughs) and like now here's the baby that's so nice because you're yeah you're not like anticipating you know with like yeah. yeah and i had asked them to have sheldon like so sheldon would see if it was a boy or a girl and then he would tell me oh, so I that's didn't, nice like they didn't um but when he was like it's a girl i was like what and he was like it's a girl and i'm like no this what like i was i was shocked yeah shocked um yeah it was super cute and then they like took her to a little like warmer yeah. and then like he got to cut the cord and then they brought her over to me but it was like so so sweet and then like like we took like little pictures and stuff. It was Aww. cute. Yeah, yeah, it was great though. Highly recommend a C-section <laughs> until like so at the end of it, they're like lifting me. They have to like move me from the operating table to like a bed. Yeah, and it's, yeah. Like at some point you're on like a hoist. I don't know if this yes. is the same for you, yeah, but they like literally like give you like a remote. And they're like, okay, just like hit the up button. And I'm like, am oh, I, I don't think I got, now? I don't like, think I what? got to do it myself. I, but but like, yeah, I, I felt just like a whale. Like they were like transferring me from like <laughs> my like enclosure to like the ocean. That was bizarre for me yeah. too. So I'm like, That's pretty when, funny. Did I get, when did I get here? And like, where is this crane coming from? It was wild. But yeah, like it was just, it was crazy. But yeah, it was it was great. Aww. Yeah, now you had sweet gray gray. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was awesome. it was good. And like the recovery wasn't terrible either. We'll get into that later. But yeah. Aww. Yeah. How was yours? Well, you didn't have the whole kerfuffle of like pushing, right? Yeah. So I didn't have to push. I um had a plan C section, but um. My daughter likes to do things when she wants to do them and how she wants to do them. So about four days prior, oh, I guess it would have been five days prior to my scheduled date. Uh, I was out and about all day. Now, I had been working one week um, up. Yeah, I stopped working one week before I gave birth. I think it was like Marcy was like, no more working. Yeah, basically. She's like, stop it. I was working six days a week, like lots of hours like your, like, or hips were super screwed up too right yeah but that was because the chris stapleton concert and i like yeah. was looking at that we were both at actually yeah. which is funny and i was um looking at the the stage and then after that like i couldn't walk properly for like three four weeks yeah um because marcy went on vacation oh, how <laughs> anybody else she? i saw would not help me and soon she came back i started to feel better that woman has is magic i'm telling you yeah she's absolutely magic so anyway i um 
yeah, so I, I stopped working, but I was feeling pretty good. And then, um, so we just shut down our business mm-hmm. for the summer, essentially, which... As you do as a business owner. Well, owner's. yeah, <laughs> we had no other option. Yeah. Um, and, you know, of course, it, it is a, a big decision financially and all of yeah. that. But I also look at it as we never get this time back. We'd never get that Truly. time back with yeah. Brooklyn. And, yeah. and I had a C-section, so I feel like I couldn't work yeah. for a while. And um, my job includes a lot of heavy lifting. I'm on my feet all day. So, anyhow... Uh, so that day I was just out by myself. Tyler was, I don't know, he was doing something. And I went out, just ran some errands, went shopping and whatnot. And I was like, oh, I'll make dinner. So I went to the store and, and I, like I said, I had a good price. It was feeling really good. Yeah. Um, and I got home and I was making dinner and then I made dinner and I was like, you know, Ty, just like, just eat yourself. I'm not feeling that great. And I, I was starting to have cramping, but I was like, at first I was like, kind of felt like gas pain. Yeah. Like and I wasn't 100% sure. I was like, are these contractions or is this gas pain? So I just like waited it out. And then for like an hour or so. And then after an hour, it was still happening. And I so I started timing it. And it was about 10 minutes apart. So I was like, hmm, I think I'm like maybe having contractions. So and it's like you never know if it's Braxton Hicks or if it's. Yeah. I mean, I've never had contractions yeah. before. I didn't know. But yeah. I, I was like, you know, I was kind of um, had my eye on it. So. After a few hours, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go lay down upstairs. So I go lay down. I'm trying to like watch TV and just ignore it. But I'm like, you know, it's getting a little bit worse and they're getting a little closer together. And uh, so I was just like, but they were still like only like eight to 10 minutes apart. Like, um, yeah, it would vary. Like manageable. Yeah. And manageable and manageable, just like uncomfortable, but not yeah. super painful. But I was also told that when I have contractions, like when I know I'm having contractions, um, I need to call um triage because because i had to have a c-section they didn't want my labor to get too far right Right. um so at midnight i said to myself okay midnight i'm going to call triage if i'm if this doesn't stop yeah so at midnight i called triage and she was like yep you should definitely come in so we go in and she monitors uh the baby and me and she's like yep you're definitely having contractions but they were still like i said like about eight minutes apart and uh she checked and i was she she thought one and a half to two centimeters dilated so not like very dilated Mm -hmm. and so she's like okay let me call the doctor because i don't know if they want to keep you or if they send you home because you're gonna have a c-section so she called the doctor who um would have been or the midwife who would have been from our um where i the clinic I went to now the clinic I went to is a combination of midwives and a doctor. Uh, so I would see either or, yeah. um, I, but this one I actually hadn't met before. Uh, so the, I guess the midwife said like, no, you can send her home, which I thought was strange because yeah, you or anything. Well, too? just because they knew I had to have a C-section and yeah. so, so I was in labor, like, um, and I could have actually had like a date earlier too. Like I, I was, I had the option of having the day before my C-section or the day that that we had chosen. Um, and, and there was significance to the day we had chosen. So that's why I chose that day. And I didn't like the date of the one. (laughs) It's a, it's funny thing. Another reason I waited till midnight, I was like, no, I don't want to have this baby on this date. I want to have it on the next date. Uh, cause I liked it better and it's strange, but whatever. And it worked uh, out. Yeah, it worked out. So, um yeah they ended up sending me home so after like two hours of monitoring and uh they just said you know once they get worse just come back or call us yeah 
So I went home. She's like just trying to get some sleep. So I go upstairs to our bed and Tyler's like, I'm going to go sleep downstairs just so you can like try and get some rest, you know, and I'm not like bothering you whenever. Mm-hmm. But then of course I don't sleep. I'm having contractions no. every like at this point it started going from eight minutes, to like seven minutes and then seven minutes to six minutes. So we got home, I think at 2 a.m. by so then I'm like, there was one stretch where I, I had 20 minutes between contractions because I was timing them. I, it was kind of random. So I fell asleep for yeah. 10 minutes and then I woke up to my contraction. That was the only sleep I got. So. Well, I'm like, it's 2 a.m. Like, it's not like you've had a nap, like in the middle of the day. Like you've no, had a exactly. full day. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, they're like, don't eat and all this stuff because you're going to have surgery. So, yeah. Um, so I. I'm laying there and I find the ball and I start bouncing on the ball. And by like, I think it was like 8 a.m. Um, nobody knew I was in labor. We didn't tell any of our family. Mm-hmm. We didn't want anybody to know. Um, but a couple of my, my close friends, they knew uh, because I, we had like this little group chat and uh, we were chatting and then they both FaceTime me. So we were three of us are FaceTime at the same time while I'm having contractions bouncing on a oh ball and because they were up early because they have young kids themselves. Yeah. So they were just like, oh, try this and do this and whatever. So so then we hang up and um, I'm like, OK, I'm going to like it's around 9 a.m. And my contractions are now like five minutes apart. And I'm like, OK, I'm going to like get back on the bed now. During this time, I had changed the sheets. So I'm like, okay, I'll have nice sheets to come home to with the baby and all these things. I'm bouncing on this ball. I get onto my bed and I feel what feels like an elastic snapping in my stomach. And huge gush of, well, not water, amniotic fluid. You know when they (laughs) a a lot of people say that it's like, oh, it's not like the movies. It's not like the movies. This was like the movies. I'm not kidding. All over my bed. (gasps) All over the floor. No. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. And I was like, oh, what just happened? And like, okay, uh, my water broke. I'm like, okay, okay. Uh, uh, so I yelled down to Tyler. I'm like, Ty, my water broke. We had to go to the hospital. Because also, um, I could tell based on the color that she had pooped. Oh, no. So, and that can turn into, that can become really bad, bad and turn yeah. into an infection for her and for me and yeah. all this stuff. So it like, you have to get kind of like more immediate attention with that. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, my water broke. We have to go. And I, and I'm like cleaning it up off the floor. I run into the bathroom and I put like the, like underwear on. Yeah. Um, and then I was cleaning it up and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have a quick shower. So Tally's downstairs. It's like, okay, so I have a shower, a real shower. I get out. My mucus plug falls to the floor. <gasps> and I was like, oh, okay. Weird. Oh now, at this point, so when my water broke, I did not have another contraction, which oh, was weird. So, and I was kind of like, it worried me a little bit, but I was just like, okay, whatever. We're going to the hospital. Yeah. So I call. She's like, yes, come in right away. So I, um, I'm like, Tyler, like, you know, and I hear the shower running. I'm like, okay, he's having a shower. And I'm just like, we got to go, like, whatever. And then I hear the hair dryer. <laughs> and I'm like, are you effing? kidding me right now <laughs> like we're trying to leave okay he no. wants to look good for his baby fine but that i'm like you had to like why did you even wash like your hair whatever you did and like you're doing your hair like we gotta go no we gotta go so anyway i was just like That's okay hilarious. whatever yeah trying to get out of the house we get out we get out he drives to the hospital 
it's like it's early it's like nine o'clock in the morning yeah um and i'm like just drop me off at the front door i'm like i'm not waiting for us to park don't come in with me it's no. fine i'm like i'm going so i like waddle upstairs oh with and i'm wearing these underwear like i have i've gone through like three pairs by now yeah because i'm still leaking like i had so much yeah because it's like a like a slow drip afterwards yeah so i'm so much still dripping i'm going i go up and i'm like okay i'm, I'm here i was already here i called blah blah, blah. Like, okay come on in so I come in and she's like, oh, how do you know your water broke? I told her and she's like, oh, do you ha- can I see it? And I was like, well, I, I don't know how you see, see it? it. But I was like, but you could like see the the underwear like pad because I'm wearing whatever. And then I told her about the color of it and everything. She's like, OK, let's get you in. They got me into triage. They, um, you know, hooked me up to an IV, did all those things. And just so happens, walks around the corner, my doctor, midwife, the one that we wanted um to be there for the birth was on and she had said to us last time we saw her she's like oh i'm not gonna be like at the hospital when you're scheduled she's like but you know if you want to like come this weekend oh instead ha 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 and here all the we stars are. aligned so she walked in and we we're so happy i was so happy to see her and then the doctor who's gonna do my surgery walks in and i know her too yeah and i was just like oh this is amazing and it was such a great experience honestly they were all so calm. I was so calm. Tyler was so calm. We were all just so calm. Of course, calm. Tyler was calm. He had his hair done. <laughs> yeah, he looked good. Yeah. Like, I'll say he just did look good in the scrubs. The but, <laughs> um, so he, I, he's going to hate me for throwing him under the bus. But anyhow, um, so we, it was just like, yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was weird. Calmness came over me and I wasn't having contractions. And then all of a sudden I have a contraction and I'm not kidding you. Cause they were monitoring it when this contraction lasted five minutes, it did not stop. What? It was like actually on the thing we were watching the time and everything. And they were, the nurse came and she's like, you're that's contraction still going. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like I had no contractions for yeah. whatever the half an hour it took to get me there and like hooked up and everything. And then I could this long contraction. And then they're like, okay, we're going to take you into the OR now. So luckily they were able to do it right away. Oh, thank goodness. So, um, Tyler gets in his scrubs and, you know, take him away. They wheel me in they do the, um, epidural and, you know, the doctor was so great. She's like, just lean on me. If you have any contractions, like, she's like, it's okay. Just breathe. Just tell me whatever. I like, I hardly felt the epidural. Like yeah. at that point, there's just so much going on. It's also totally. whatever. It's like adrenaline. And I'm, takes over. Adrenaline. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's so crazy. I'm going to have a baby. Like it, it still didn't seem real. It yeah. was so bizarre. Yeah. And so, you know, they lay you down and, and then the anesthesiologist was talking to me and being like, and you know, just like checking, um, like, do you feel okay with this and how are you feeling or this and blah, blah, blah. And while they're doing that, I like feel myself kind of like going numb, which is the weirdest feeling. It's so strange. I like for a se- I had like a moment of panic, but like I didn't actually have pan- like nobody would know. But I had a, yeah. like a moment of like, oh, I can't move my body. And I'm just like, yeah, but that's OK, because they're cutting you open. And you don't want to feel this. Feel <laughs> yeah. So I um, yeah, they you know, they did they what they did. And I felt so comfortable just having the people that I trusted in that room doing yeah. it. It just like it was just honestly like as wonderful as an experience as you can have, I think, being cut open. And um, yeah, so then they this I, this always made me laugh. They held, held the baby up like so they're like, you're going to feel pressure. And that's them taking the baby out. And whatever. Yeah. so uh, I felt the pressure. And then the baby cries immediately, of yeah. course. And thankfully, and anyway, so they hold her up. And of course, I didn't know what we were having. And, and yeah. my doctor was like, what is it? And I looked at Brooklyn and, and I was like, um, and she's like, what is it? And has, I looked at her again. And I'm like, a girl? 
Like I had to ask the question because yeah. her genitals were swollen. Right. Right. Yeah. And I, for a second, and I, again, you're so much going on and you are kind of loopy and whatever. And I, I was like, I didn't know what I was seeing. Like yeah. I can tell the difference, totally. but it took me a minute to be like, I don't want to like well, misgender like, my like, child. The, like Lion King and yeah, your baby they, they like, did. over the curtain. hundred percent. Right? And like, I was like, girl. And I was like, oh, it's a girl. Like, and then I was also very surprised it was a girl. Yeah. Um, and I'm very happy. Actually, I was, I was going to be happy either way, yeah. but I just, did really want a girl um because i always thought if i had more children i'd rather have like multiple girls and multiple boys yeah and that's only just because maybe i grew up with a sister so i don't really know what it's like to like you know but i don't i didn't care i wouldn't have had any gender disappointment in this yeah, in totally. this realm because it's my first child and yeah. i would have been so excited either way i want both so uh so anyway i was elated and then i remember the our doctor saying to tyler oh you're a girl dad now and was he bawling immediately? He no, he actually he didn't bawl. And you know no? he watched the whole thing. And they asked me at one point, "Do you want the curtain moved down so you can see them pulling really? her out?" Yes. They didn't ask and me that. I totally would have done it. See, I said no because I was afraid of that seeing like myself cut open. I, yeah, I didn't yeah. know what my reaction like involuntarily would be, and yeah. I didn't want to freak out. Right. So I said no because I'm like I I just yeah I didn't yeah. want to. I didn't want to screw something up. I was having a great experience. Yeah. Um, but Tyler watched the whole thing. Yeah, watched her pull out. The and because she's breached, she said they pulled her out like a chicken. Like, oh you know, God. feet. Like just feet first. Yeah. Like she's like, such a, so we used to call her chicken when she was a baby. Yeah. Um, she just looked like a plucked chicken. And um, she was tiny. Yeah. She was under six pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. I'm not Wild. a small person. Tyler's not a small person, but no. we had a tiny little baby and now she's a tank. Well, it's funny. Like and Grace back, Little and she's a tank. Yeah. Like yeah. looking back at the photos of them like together when they were new is wild. Yeah. Like, looking at them now from then, like it's just, it's crazy. It's so she's crazy. She's just like, she was so small compared to Gray. Tiny. Like yeah. a full two pounds, which for a, a baby is a lot of a, a new it's almost three pounds yeah because yeah. she was yeah under six oh, and yeah, she was and eight she was so almost three eight, pound yeah. difference um and then now you would never know no you never <laughs> she know was so never. small she made up for her big time yeah but it makes sense that she couldn't flip because she was so small <laughs> yeah or or yeah i don't know right or knows? like even the like her head measurements right well, like, exactly yeah so i don't know but uh, so she was this little, little thing and they came and like, yeah, Tyler went and cut the umbilical cord and all yeah. that. And so funny enough, he knew the doctor who was doing that, the pediatrician. No so we just like had this room full of people that we knew. Yeah. And um, then they brought her over and I was holding her and then I got like teary eyed. Yeah. And, and then I started shaking and I was yeah. like, uh, I'm like, like I, a... I'm shaking. I was afraid I was going to like, I couldn't drop her. She was like on me, but yeah. I was like, and they're like, oh no, that's okay. That's just like the medication. Do you yeah. want some medication? to combat that and i was like no no it's fine as long as that's what it is and i'm not Normal, like nothing's yeah. happening i'm like it yeah. will and it's fine so then yeah um our sweet brooklyn was here and it was so surreal and crazy like and i i just had this like moment of like shit i'm a mom yeah like now i'm it's actually like a mom i still like don't feel like i'm a mom it's yeah. weird it's like you're just like trudging through and like have no idea what you're doing yeah like they literally and i mean we'll talk about kind of after two yeah in a different a episode but like they just send you home with a human. It's insane. And I'm like, so I'm supposed to just figure it out now? Yeah. Like what? But who is in charge of me? I know, right? Because you're monitored so closely through the whole thing that like you really can't mess up. No. Because they tell you what to do the whole time. Yeah. And then they just they push a button away. Send you home with a baby. It's crazy. They're like, you have a car seat. Great. See you later. Yeah. 
I know. So then, yeah, they stitched me up and I actually watched them stitch me up the whole time because if you look up at the light, you can oh. see the reflection. So yeah. I saw myself cut open, but at that point it did not bother me in the least. So I was thinking if I would ever have another C-section, maybe I would what like watch the baby yeah. pulled out or maybe I wouldn't. Cause I just like didn't do it for Brooklyn. So I wouldn't do yeah. it for another one, I but kind of, I kind of wish I did like Sheldon was like up and down the whole time, like just looking I ever like looking at them cutting. I mean, I probably the angle you're at, you wouldn't really see much anyway. You just see the baby coming out, which I, so maybe I would do it. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. So I, I'm watching them stitch me up, like literally watching and just thinking like, can you hurry up, please? Although yeah. like, you know, just because I wanted to go see my baby. My baby was in a different yeah, room. I'm just like, I'm like, I saw her for like two seconds. I just like yeah. want my baby. Um, But their doctors are so nice. And they were like joking me and like talking to me about their kids and all these things. Yeah. And it was a pleasant, pleasant experience. They got me into the other room. Then they get you in the other room yeah, um, for like, like an hour or whatever. Yeah, and they like push on your stomach numb. and they watch. That, all do they stuff. do like the ice? for you like yes to, to sure see you if you yes anymore. exactly yeah. and then you know try and get the baby to latch and i just remember that so so vividly just having her on my chest and tyler beside me and you're just laying in this like little closet essentially yeah. yeah and um just like looking at her and being like my gosh like like we made this a baby like it was like the most crazy thing the most surreal feeling and i wouldn't change any of it it was such a i'm so grateful for such a great experience i know a lot of people have a lot of birth trauma yeah and i i really feel for those people because you know i i was sad when it was over me too i had i I literally said to sheldon we got back to our room and i was like i could do this all again yeah. Like I remember saying to my doctor, right I was like, like, you had did this, because she's five kids. I'm like, you did this five times? Because I was just like, you know, you have, you're just in surgery. for me, but. but. But I, yeah, I would love to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, I wouldn't hesitate at all. No. But. It was a great experience. Yeah. Well, this was a, a long one, but a goodie. So. Yeah. Thank you all for being here. And if you don't mind, please like and subscribe. Share it with your friends. Share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram at Can You Say Mama Podcast and um, interact with us. And if you have any funny stories or questions or anything like that, please don't hesitate to contact us. Yeah, we might we, feature you on an episode. We'd love to. We'd love to hear from you. So thanks again for being here. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.